everybody everybody hello and welcome to we synced it yes it is a weekly podcast that focuses in on all the movies tv and entertainment in between i am one of your hosts pat and this is kev and how is everybody doing today yes 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 i hope everybody's having a good one how are you doing, Kevin? I'm good, man. Kind of uh, a little sad that I wasn't able to pre-order my PS5, but oh. other than that, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I remember when you told me about that, man. I actually, when uh, when I woke up, I, I checked, and there was a big-ass fucking problem with that whole PS5 thing, because apparently Walmart and some other companies like Best Buy and stuff, they were selling them like that night. Like, you can pre-order them that night, and people didn't know. Like, people didn't even know that they were going on sale the following day, and other people didn't even know that they were going an hour from when the the actual, um, they released a video of, like, all the content and how much the price of the PS, PS5 was going to be. They released the, the pre-sales, and most of those pre-sales, they were saying, went towards, um, to bots. And you can actually look on eBay right now. You can still buy a PS5 if you want for about $1,000. Uh, that's not happening. It's up to you, man. <laughs> no, I'll wait. But, man, it yo, every site crashed within the first minute that they announced. And you can buy them now. Really? Literally crashed. Every site. Best Buy, Target, GameStop, Amazon, everything. And... It's crazy, and like Xbox saw that, and they're like, "Okay, we're gonna not do that. Yeah, we're gonna announce when you can buy it now. Mm-hmm. We're gonna announce it, but it'll be like in a couple weeks. Yeah, just to get everybody prepared. Yeah, I, I think I think PlayStation just likes to do that stuff just for the publicity. Like, oh yeah, we shut, you know, we killed all their servers, and we went crazy because the world is crazy about PlayStation. And it was a mess. Yeah." I seriously believe that the way that they handled this whole situation was uh, it was it was terrible. It was terrible. The fact that more bots, if more bots got the system than actual players did, that's horrible, too. But Sony did apologize and said that they do have more PlayStations in stock and they're going to drop more systems, like more pre-orders that you can actually get. Uh, I haven't seen if they had like like any dates or anything, but I know that they did apologize to something like that. But I don't know, man. I felt that this whole thing was a publicity stunt just so they could be they could make the news kind of shit. And if it was, I'm pissed. I'm sick and tired of like taking like people taking that route to of uh, publicity to take the route of. I'm just going to take the negative route. Like everything's going to be negative. Like uh if I'm if I'm going to get publicity, you know, cuz you know, you know they always say that whole shit about there's no publicity, uh bad publicity, no publicity. Bad bad publicity is good is good publicity. Yeah, like kind of shit. And that whole thing to me is like, nah, that shit can actually come come back and bite you in the ass. People are going to know that like you're a liar, you're cheating, you're all this other kind of bullshit. And I don't know. Yeah, because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, the people who end up suffering is us, the consumers, yeah. the ones that are actually giving them the money. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally, totally agree with that. Yeah, I'm still gonna get a PS5 though. But I just gotta wait <laughs> until more units are available. Bro, oh um, my God. I would say that just wait until like next year, possibly. 
Yo, the only reason I wanted to get it, I wanted to get a PS5 is because the Miles Morales thing. But then when I found out that, oh, yeah, you'll be able to play it on PS4, I'm like, oh, fuck it then. Why even? Why even uh, Why even uh, get a PS5 if I could just play the Spider-Man Miles Morales? I thought it was going to be a separate game, like a part two to the Spider-Man game that came out two years ago. But they were saying that, now this is going to be uh, a DLC that's going to come out with... Uh, on the Spider-Man uh, platform that came out last year, I mean, two years ago. And I was like, oh, yeah, hell yeah. I'm definitely going to get that. That's That that game is like, to me, that was the best, um, that was the game, that was the best game of 2018. That Spider-Man game. That whole shit, I mean, so there, was, there were scenes in that whole game that would just made you just be like, holy shit, like you were watching a goddamn movie. Like there was that scene that he was passed out as he was falling out of the sky, and then he came to <laughs> like mid flight, and he was like, "Oh shit!" And then he started web slinging. And it was like, "Damn, that's some dope shit." And the and the fact that it was like it was supposed to be uh, this is the first time I've ever seen a Spider Man game that rather than being like, "Oh, you know, it's Peter Parker, he just became Spider Man" kind of thing. This is supposed to be like a vet, like he's been Peter Parker for like a couple of years. He's in his like. He's in his early 30s or something like that. And he's been Peter Parker for a long time. He doesn't have Mary Jane anymore. He doesn't have Mary Jane anymore. Uh, Mary Jane works at the Daily Bugle. He's working at the school kind of shit. Um, he doesn't live with his auntie anymore. He lives on his own. Then you find out that he got kicked out of his own fucking house kind of stuff. I mean, the whole story of it is just like... It's an amazing story. The way that they tell the story, and not not on top of that, like, the ending of that game, it makes you, like, it makes you feel like, damn, man, if that's what it takes to be a hero, you can keep that shit. And there's not a lot of games that make you feel that shit. It's like, there's not a lot of games or, like, TV shows or movies that make you feel like trying to be a hero is fucking tough. That whole line that he has about, like, what great power come great responsibility, it seemed like... When they were making that game, somebody walked up, got a fucking knife with that with that slogan on the sheet of paper and just stabbed it to the wall and just was like, make a story based off of this whole shit. Like what great response what great power comes, great responsibility. So everything that 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 was that has something to do with the actual game had to do it had to dive into that phrase because Yo, everything you did, it was like, oh, my God, I got to do this because if I don't do it, nobody else will. And I got all this fucking power, so I might as well just, you know, go around and, you know, whoop people's ass and shit like that. Then I got fucking consequences for doing that kind of stuff. <sighs> yeah, man, uh, yeah. Uh, it's a good game, and uh, <laughs> I, I am looking forward to the Miles Morales, even though they did say that it's not going to be as long as... Um, the the DLCs that came out pre, uh, previously because other DLCs were like ten hours. They said this one's not going to be that long. It's going to be like four or five hours. So it's not going to be a lot of uh, web slinging as Mal Morales. But I mean, he's got electricity. <laughs> Maybe that makes him go faster. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how the Marvel world works, but it is what it is, man. But what I do know. And, um... Uh, go ahead. No, no, you can do. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Go. No, 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 finish what you were saying. Uh, no, I was gonna try to segue to something else, but if you wanna, if you wanna piggyback off of what I'm saying, you can go ahead. 
I wasn't. I was going to try to segue too, but I'll go with your segue. Oh, okay. But what I do know is about them Emmy wins. That's what I was going to go to. But what I do them know is about Emmy them. wins. Yeah. And them M- Emmy losses like the intro to the Emmys. Yes. That Emmy law. That, yeah, that Jimmy Kimmel weird opening to the Emmys was like, out of all openings to anything I've ever seen, uh, you know, like you try to rate stuff. I wouldn't even rank that anywhere. It was that bad. It was. It was. It was so boring. It really was. Yeah. It was. It really was the worst opening I've ever seen for an award show. I was watching it a little while ago. I think the video itself, like the intro, was probably like eight to ten minutes long. I yeah. didn't pass four minutes. On the fourth minute, I I turned it off. I was like, I can't. I, I I get really like like my anxiety goes up when I watch something that's like that cringeworthy. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just like oh, I can't watch this anymore. Like I feel so uncomfortable because I feel like I'm standing right there next oh, to yeah. him, and I'm like, man, this is bad. I had to take it off. The Dude, jokes yeah. were horrific. That's the thing that gets me so man. bad. Like that kind of shit gets me, man. Because like I see him doing his thing. He's got writers. Maybe he's got a writer room. 20 writers or some shit like that. I know that they hire writers to actually, you know, punch up his jokes and shit like that. But then, like, yo, I go on the social media uh, platforms. I go on Instagram. I go on uh, YouTube. I go on TikTok and shit like that. Got to talk about that whole debacle and stuff. And, yo, I see people who make me laugh like this just by fucking jokes there's there's this guy on tiktok that all he does is just do does like little skits but his skits are always about it, it, like his skits are drawn out and they feel you know every time I, I write this motherfucker every time i see this i'm like bro you gotta do a short or a a feature man because his his, his brand of comedy reminds me of um uh, there's this there's this new there's this movie that came out on Netflix and it's and it's called uh, no nope, let me go back what's the name of that uh being John Malkovich you know the being but being John okay. Malkovich right that guy wrote a yeah. new he wrote a new movie that's on that's out on Netflix and I think it's called I th- I'm thinking about ending it or something like that I think that's the name I'm thinking about ending things. And he wrote this. He wrote this movie. It's two hours and fourteen minutes long. I, I couldn't. I couldn't finish watching it. But it's an amazing movie, right? It has. It's fucking hilarious. Charlie Kaufman. Charlie Kaufman. His his brand of humor is like. It's so dry. You need a glass of water just for drinking and drinking it in all his fucking movie. Because this guy, he's written uh, a lot of movies. You got pe- people probably don't even know who the fuck he is, but you've seen his movies. He's done uh, being John Malkovich adaptation. Uh, what else movie had that he's done? Oh, the one movie that everybody has seen and everybody who has seen it always think that they're. Um, there are house fans, and they think that they're snobby because they've seen it. They're like, oh, have you seen Internal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind? And they like to go deep dive into those kind of fucking movies, right? And 
Every time, yo, I don't know how many times I've heard somebody say that, like, oh, have you seen Internal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind? And they, yo, to me, I, I like, I see them in regular clothes that they say this, and in the middle of them saying it, I blink my eyes, I open it up, they got a top hat with a fucking monocle, with the fucking <laughs> with the fucking pipe and shit, and they're just like, "Have you seen?" Like I'm at a fucking like a fucking grand opera and shit like that, and we're in the intermission, and this person is just having a conversation with me, like, "Oh, it, the movie is to die for." Have you seen? It's like, oh my god, you think you're so pretentious because you think you saw this movie? Pop quiz, well, pop answer. Everybody has seen this shit, and yes, it's a good movie. Have you seen any of his other work? Have you seen Being John Malkovich? Human Nature, haven't seen that. I've seen Adaptation with uh, Nicolas Cage. I've seen that movie. I haven't seen uh, uh, Confessions Confessions of a Deranged, uh, Dangerous Mind. I haven't seen that movie. But yeah, I've seen like some of his flicks. And this new one right here, it is, yo, the first... The first twenty minutes of the movie, it's a it's a car drive between two people. One person, you already know he's funny. He looks just like um, Matt Damon. Everybody knows who he is. Everybody knows. Oh, the creepy Matt Damon. <laughs> Creep, creepy Matt Damon. <laughs> Jess Plemons, uh, Plemons. He plays Jack in the in the movie. Dude, that guy always looks like he wants to kill you. Like he's smiling and he's nice, but it once you turn your head, bro. Like he no, he looks like he just poisoned your food. Yeah, like he's that guy. He yes. just poisoned your yes, food. Yes, man. Yes, yes, dude. Yeah, have you seen the movie Game Night with him in it? He made the movie for me, dog. He made the fucking movie <laughs> for me just because I saw the commercial when he was uh when he told people to come inside of his house, but he had no lights on and he was holding his he was holding his dog. He says, "Oh, just come in." And rather than, like, turn around and walk inside the house, he stepped back. Like, he steps into the shadows. So you don't even see him, dog. And, yo, that part in the in the trailer made me want to watch the movie. And, yo, it was twice as creepy as it was in the trailer, dog. It was so fucking... I was like, holy... My, my God. I couldn't... I, he, I don't know what... I don't know what... Uh, I don't know where he's trying to go. Like, if he's trying to go fun- the funny route or the serious route, and that's what—that's why I think that he found his. That's his sweet spot because it's like you could be serious, but you could be funny. And these movies that you're that you're that you're doing, it's like it's, it's golden. That's why when he did this uh, this Charlie Kaufman movie, it was fucking. It, it, it was like it was him and this uh, this woman uh, Jesse Buckley. Jesse Buckley. Uh, they were both in the car. They were both in the car, uh, and they were supposed to be driving to uh, Jesse's. Jesse's. Uh, wait, both of their fucking names are Jesse. <laughs> I just realized that. Um, Lucy, the female. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. Okay. okay I kind of like disappeared for a second. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Lucy, the female. The female, uh, the the woman, and Jake, the male. They're supposed to be driving to Jake's uh, family's house for like, uh, for the first time. And yo, they they made something that I never really paid attention to. They they said something that I never really paid attention to. They said, "Oh, she said something along the lines of, this is our first long drive together as a couple.' She they've been together for 
uh, for like a week, like a couple of weeks now. And then later on, she says, yeah, I think we've been together for a couple of years or a couple of months. I don't really know. I can't really tell times. But as you're watching the movie, dog, it was like in the same frame. It was like, yeah, you haven't, there's no time travel. There's no like, she went to sleep and woke back up. It was like in the same time. First, she said that she was, they've been together for like a week, uh, like for a couple of weeks. No, we've been together for a month. We've been together for a year. So you don't know. So I, I haven't seen the whole movie yet. Because I've been having to get up early, so I haven't had a chance to. But so far, that ca- that car drive was so it was like it was so it was so fucking real. Because it was like she wanted to end the relationship with this guy, and it was like, oh, why doesn't she just end it? Because you know it's kind of new, so you can end it, and it will be no hard feelings. But it's like it, it was in that fucking window that it was kind of new, but it was kind of getting to like she really does like him kind of shit so she doesn't really want to and she's already about to meet the the parents kind of shit so she doesn't really want to leave them and the conversation that they were having like she was constantly trying to talk to herself in her, in her head and I, I don't know if this ever happened to you but you ever tried to like you're in your, you're in your head and you're just doing your own thing and then somebody constantly interrupts you that's what he was doing oh while he was God. driving like she like she was saying like I'm uh I'm thinking of ending, and he said, "What did you say? Oh, I thought you said something. It sounded like you said something. Oh, you don't like this? We're going to Oklahoma, and uh, the the only radio station is playing Oklahoma the musical kind of stuff. Yeah, I like musicals. Oh my God, yo, he was so <laughs> he was so creepy. In the first twenty minutes of the movie, I was like, Nah, I can't go to sleep to this. I need to watch this fucking movie because I guarantee you that." I'm going to be so fucking confused, like, halfway when I wake up to this movie. I ain't going to know what the fuck happened. Because I saw Gemini, man. And I wrote notes about it. But I'll get to that later in the podcast. <laughs> I wrote notes about Gemini, man. But, um, oh, we were talking about the Emmys. I'm over, I don't know how the fuck I got to this point about talking about uh, uh, Charlie Kaufman. But I think everybody should take a look at uh, Charlie Kaufman movies. Uh that that move one movie that you guys should take a, if you're a writer or you have anything about creative block, um, it's take a look at adaptation because uh, I found out that that movie. The only reason why he wrote that movie is because he was supposed to write a movie about something else, but since, uh, but since he 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 got writer's block, he ended up writing a he ended up writing a movie about his writer's block. So that's supposed to be him. Nicolas Cage's character is supposed to be him. Mm-hmm. So when I found that out, I was like, when I saw the, because I already saw the movie before, and I'm like, oh, shit, that's supposed to be about him? Uh, and it was like, it was, it was not like deep. Like, I, you know, I just found the fucking, the Morse code kind of thing of uh, what life is. But it was like, oh, okay. I got to really watch this movie again because it was supposed to be about him and about all this other stuff. I thought it was just a crazy ass shit, you know what I mean? But this, yeah, this guy is, uh, yeah, he's a crazy man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the Emmys. Zendaya won. Uh, so yeah, it looks like uh, HBO uh, took yeah, a took a lot of big house. wins um, with Watchmen, Euphoria, last week tonight with John Oliver. Mm-hmm. Um, so good on them. I mean, HBO always makes quality series. And yes, Zendaya is now officially the youngest person 
to win an Emmy. Uh, I saw her acceptance speech. It was cool. Like she was there in her living room with her with her family. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's like how how do you feel? Do you feel any different watching these celebrities accept awards through like a Zoom call, like with their family? Like it's different from them when they go on stage and actually physically receive the the award. I don't know. It's to me, it just feels like really watered down. I don't know. Like I can't be as excited. I I think maybe. Nah, see, I get that. I get that. Um, I don't know, man. Yeah, I do feel like there's really nothing there. I I didn't see her uh, acceptance speech. I just saw a picture of it. Uh, I'm not sure if she broke out the the waterworks um, or anything like that. I know that she was with her family. Um. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this whole thing about like people having to do zoom calls and stuff like that just to just to what you call it just to have you know just to get an award and stuff like that it 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 fucking sucks man because you know the times that we live in but yeah i think the i think the i think what it is is like oh what's what's that dude andrew show said it best it's like yo all these like like all these super Hollywood elites and all these other kind of shit. It's like, bro, you guys are finally at our levels. You know what I'm saying? You guys are finally at our levels, you know? And I'm seeing what y'all doing right now. You guys are nothing but glitz and glamour. You know what I mean? It's all a facade. You guys are not really doing anything that we can't do. Like I've always, I always felt that kind of way about like Hollywood doing like certain things. Like, I'm like, damn, man, you know, if I just had the funds kind of shit, if I just had, you know, the the means to an end kind of shit. But then I realized that, oh, if they don't have the means to an end, yeah, their shit's going to look just like ours. They ain't going to be no different. The only thing that you got is just talent. If you ain't got that, you're up shit's creek, which also won a lot of uh, Emmys. (laughs) That was a really good segue. You're up Shit's Creek, and speaking of Shit's Creek, they were also a big winner for the yeah, night as far as comedy. Yeah, they won a lot. Yo, like individually, they won a lot. <laughs> individually, yeah. like I think individually, they they have taken home a lot more uh, Emmys than I expected them to take. I've never watched the show. I know it's on Netflix. You can watch all the seasons of it. I know people have told me to watch it. I had a little hiccup there. I know people have told me to watch it because they said that, oh man, it's a it's a pretty funny show kind of stuff. And the only thing that I've seen from it is like a um I think they had like a montage of one of the Shit Creek characters saying like somebody's name. Like I guess he says his name weird or in a different type of way. But to me it just seems like um what is it about? Is it like con artists or something? I have no idea. I gotta watch it. I I, I still haven't watched it either. Um, they took out. They took a lot of Emmys home. They took um, outstanding lead actor, which was by the creator himself, Eugene Levy. Um, outstanding lead actress, which was Catherine O'Hara. She's my favorite actress. Like she could really? win anything, and I'm always gonna be happy for her, even if I didn't watch it. Catherine O'Hara is the mom from Beetlejuice. She's great in everything. She was the mom from Home Alone. Okay. Like, Catherine O'Hara is always uh-huh. fantastic. Um, 
Best Supporting Actor, Dan Levy, his father in real life. Um, supporting Actress. So basically, lead actor, uh, supporting actor, lead actress, supporting actress, they all won. Uh, what else did they get? Wait, Sarah uh, Levy? Out- Sarah Levy, is she... Um... She's like sisters to uh, oh Canadians. Uh, she's sisters or some oh sibling yeah Daniel Levy, huh yeah. And what else did they get? I just saw another one. Oh yeah, best outstanding series overall, like best comedy series, which was crazy that they beat out what we do in the shadows because we were really sure that that was gonna was gonna win. I, I mean, also like. I think this if, if Shit's Creek was the most talked about comedy, then uh, what we do in the shadows was definitely the second most talked about. I feel like what we do in the shadows was more talked about yeah. than Shit's Creek. Period. But yeah, you know, I know but I'm realizing that a lot more people are finding out about what we do in the shadow. Like now, like uh, I hopped up on I hopped up on uh, I got up on uh, my Instagram not too long ago. And I saw like some of the people who I was following finding out about what we do in the shadow. Like they're posting up memes and stuff about what we do in the shadows. And I'm like, where the hell were you when the fucking season was going? When we were watching it week to week. Where the hell? I was like, yo, if I swear to God, if these people, <laughs> if, if that show would have got canceled, I'd have been hella pissed. Because all these people who are liking this show now are realizing that, yeah, this show is, is decent, but this show was going on, like, uh, what, like, like fucking five months ago. Thought when the, when the, when the COVID thing just hit, right, and we were quarantined, the thing that was keeping me stable and not worried about being home was the fact that, oh, okay, they're coming out with what we do in the shadows, uh, every Thursday. Even though it was only eight episodes, every episode was, it was a hit. It was every episode was a fucking banger, dog. Every single fucking episode was a fucking banger, man. And I, I can't even wait for next season, but I don't even know if it's gonna be delayed because of shooting things or anything like that. Because I haven't uh, looked up news about it, but I am I'm going to be hella pissed if that's uh, if that's the case. Hold Where up. do they film that show? I think it's in Is New that York. Here in the U.S. I think it's in New York. Oh. I think I believe is yeah. Then it's definitely gonna get delayed. Because I remember the movie being shot in New Zealand, which I thought, oh shit, if the show's in New Zealand, then they definitely got delayed. Because I know the cases went up in New Zealand, but now that I remember, the show's supposed to actually take place here in the U.S. Yeah, it's supposed to take place in uh, the U.S. The majority of what we do in the shadow was filmed in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. The pilot episode of What We Do in the Shadow was shot in Los Angeles. Filming took place between October and December 2018. With the series premiering on Wednesday, March 27th. Okay. Yeah, so they shoot this in Canada. I mean, it doesn't really doesn't really matter. Because they're, they're constantly inside that house. So that could be shot in, uh, in location. Like a... I know Ontario, I know Canada was taking, like, a lot of fucking, uh, a lot of, like, U.S., like, jobs. There's a lot of shows that were being shot in uh, in, uh, in Canada. 
Like that whole thing about um, what's the name of that show? Um, Supernatural. That whole thing is shot in Canada. That whole fucking show is shot in Canada, which is um, it's a pretty fucking good show. Actually, it used to be a good show. I haven't seen I haven't seen anything past <laughs> season six, but speaking of uh, speaking of uh, Supernatural, the creative Supernatural. Also did a show that you just started watching, which is none other than The Boys. Let's the Boys. For the boys. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kevin, since you just jumped into the deep end of The Boys, mind you, ladies and gentlemen, Kevin has watched uh, how many episodes? Is that 14? Is it like 14 episodes? Because he's watched all of last season. Yeah, 14, yeah. Yeah, all of last season, and he just caught up to this season, and we are midway into this season. There's only like three episodes left of this season. So what's your thoughts, man? Uh, I, I, I really, really love season two. I love how deeper they're going with this. First of all, let me just say, I think, Back years ago, back in 2005, when I saw Batman Begins, I was so happy that there was finally a, a comic book movie that really depicted what a superhero would really look like and be like if 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 there really was a superhero in the real world. But now that I watched The Boys, I'm like, no, no, no. Batman Begins was good, but the way they depict what superheroes would be like in real life is perfect. Like... The whole thing about making them A-list celebrities, movie stars, the fact that they have all these endorsements and like they got to, you know, look out over their reputation on social media. It makes so much sense that that's like that's the goal. It's not it's not about winning Oscars. It's like, no, you got to be part of the seven. If you're not the seven, you're not the elite like that. They are. So I loved all of that. Um, I love how now now into this season they're getting into. Uh, like you know the the controversy of race of racism in America, and they're they're diving a little bit deeper in the psychology of each of these characters. Um, dude, I love it, and I love the fact that even the good guys, the protagonists, are not perfect. Like yeah. they're 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 as bad as anybody else, but they the the one thing that separates them from the rest, the reason why they are the good guys, is that. They know they have faults. They know they have uh, flaws. It's the compassion between them that keeps them more united than the seven, uh, which I thought was really great. Um, who's your who's like your just your favorite character? Period. Like you just love seeing them on screen all the time. Oh, my favorite character. Period. Just love to see them on screen. Um... Damn, I want to say Black Noir because I do like I like uh, I like the fact that he knows how to like he gets shit done without actually having to say anything to anybody. It's like people just like that that one scene with the when he went to the I don't know the the bullpen where all the nerds are in front of the computers at the CIA and he 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 saw the 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 woman who was eating a an almond joy. I think that was that what she was eating because I think they connected yeah. that almond joy to another scene, and he saw that she was eating almond joy, and he just gave her a, a paper with a picture on it of the butcher, and she said, "You want me to look for this person?" 
okay, I'll look for it right after my break. And he just he just sat there and she was like, Oh, I just look for it now. And then later on, like the episode went on and then they, they retouched that uh they retouched that moment that they had and then you find out that oh she found the person and then he moved her out the way and then he looked he was looking for where where's the location of uh, Benny the Butcher, which was an amazing episode. And then uh, the episode following that, you find out that uh, he finally finds Benny the Butcher at uh, Benny's um, was was this his, his auntie or his grandma's house? Uh, his aunt, yeah, yeah, his aunt's house. And after that, you saw that uh, they had like a a fight, which was like it was so one sided, man. It just that's the thing that I like about like. Uh, our the heroes in this in this thing is like, dude. There's no possible way that like. It's it's like the same way that I like the whole thing about like Lex Luthor versus Superman because there's no way that Lex Luthor a one on one there's no possible way that he's gonna win against Superman because it's fucking Superman. But he but you know it's like sometimes he wins not by like you know the power of his fist but you know like just like the power of his mind kind of shit. So these guys, it's like they're not going that route. It's like, yeah, I may not be able to, like, to punch you, but <laughs> I'm still going to try to do some of these things that hurt other people. I'm still going to try to hurt you because they were trying to shoot at him, but then he threw a knife at a mother's milk right in the right in the freaking, like, solar plexus. He threw a fucking knife there, and I was like, God damn, he threw a knife at him, and then uh, Benny the Butcher, you know, he was just like, all these pe- these superheroes it doesn't matter what kind of superhero you are uh if you get enhanced you're automatically stronger than the average human that's what it seems like you automatically get stronger than that average human but to piggyback off of what you were saying about like Le- Lex Luthor and the Superman in season 1 Billy the Butcher he he actually says to the main character that they all they all have a weakness all superheroes have the same weakness and it's their reputation. And that's how they take them down. Like, yo, I'm going to destroy your reputation where the whole world is going to hate you. And in that scene where, you know, he's fighting black noir, that's exactly what he does. He's like, look, I got photos of this, this, and this, that's going to bring down the, and then that's when black noir stops. Like, Oh shit. Like it's, it's, it's so funny. It's like TMZ, on steroids like if yeah. if 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 tmz really was like if you if, if the superheroes were on one side their arch villain would be tmz like tmz yeah. is like the corporation that can bring yeah. them down you know and i and it's funny because when you think about it, it's like yeah that's if they are the celebrities and the the elite of society 100 percent. that's how you take them down you got to find photos of them you know like raping a kid or stealing or you know doing something that is gonna destroy their reputation and that's how you really kill them like that's to me the craziest thing now one thing that i noticed really fucking strange and i i, I looked it up online and and i noticed yeah there's like message boards about this did you notice the fly on the show the fly what do you mean yeah, so if you watch if you if you watch closely, I noticed this in the in the first season when they were uh chasing the the Asian girl. Um Billy the Butcher is talking to the guys. Remember when he was talking about the Spice Girls? He's like, "Look, yeah. you know, when the Spice Girls If you watch closely when he's talking, there's a fly that comes into the shot, it flies and then it goes out. 
but they even added the sound effect. It was almost like they wanted you to pay attention to that fly. And if every other, every couple of episodes, you see the same fly in the foreground and they make sure to play the sound to get your attention. And then in the second season, there's a part where you see the fly landing on a wire and it's almost like it's watching them. So I I went online because, dude, I couldn't stop thinking about it. I'm like, what the fuck is that fly? And a lot of people think that it's either one, the government or Vought. Like they have like these like flies that are like spying on them or or it could be the introduction of a superhero that's coming later on. And he's going to be like, oh, I've been watching you guys since fucking day one. You guys just never noticed me because he's that little fly in the background and shit. So, dude, the the creators did a fucking fantastic job. I don't this, know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how long he's gonna go uh, go on with this, but um, I mean, he did make uh, what you call it. He did make Supernatural, and the beginning of Supernatural, the seasons were pretty fucking. They were pretty fucking amazing. Like, um, they they were like, like. Everything that had something, everything that was in the show Supernatural was something that like I've heard from like it was like old school shit that I've heard from like you know people in my family or people from other people's family about like the salt shit like oh if you put salt on like your your windows and on the doors you know no demons or no evil can get in kind of shit and they did that in the show and I never thought about you know putting shotgun you know put salt in shotgun shells so then you can shoot it at people but they did that on the show and I'm like oh shit that's pretty fucking dope and all these lures and stuff they they did that and it was amazing that um that uh, they did that. They they actually uh, made a comic book based off of Supernatural, and they got the same, uh, the uh, the people who did The Boys to do the comic book, but this is before The Boys was ever, like, around. This was, like, fucking, oh, my God. Supernatural's been around ever since, shit, I think I was in high school when that shit came out, man. Like, in the 90s. Really? Was it? I think so, right? Supernatural? No. I want to say like two thousand came out around the same time. Uh, as, if it came out around the same time as um, what's the name of that show? I want to uh, say like two thousand ten. No, what? No? That early? Two thousand five. My bad. I was well. I was well out of high school. Well out of high school. Yeah, they were talking about yeah. Supernatural came out two thousand five. Damn. Damn. Why the hell did I think it was like two thousand ten? Jeez, I never saw that show. You never seen it? Yeah, the, no. this is this is their last season. They, uh, I think they finally filmed their last episode, and and it's gonna be released. Uh, it's gonna be released, and oof, I don't even know. Possibly next year. Oh, yeah, possibly, yeah, possibly next year. They finally uh, shot their final episode. There's a lot of uh, TV shows that haven't shot their like final episodes, so they're now trying to shoot it right now. But yeah, man, the the same uh, guy who came up with that show uh, came up with um, the boys. Um, so, what's your favorite character? What's your what's your uh, your go to character that you like to see him on screen? Nah, definitely Billy the Butcher because I know every time he's on screen, it's between Billy the Butcher or uh, uh, what's his name Homelander. Because if Billy the Butcher's on screen, you know you're gonna have fun. Like you know something fucking crazy is gonna happen like them fucking torpedoing right through a fucking whale on a beach yo but how did that guy not know that he was gonna do that 
How did he he's not a know? fucking idiot, dude. He's he's worthless, dude. He's the fucking he's the oh, worst superhero ever. <laughs> he is. Is he worthless? But the thing, but you know what? What was also weird though? He beached the whale. Mm-hmm. Like you not killed the, the whale way. yourself, not fully. dude. Not fully. The, the, Dog, the, that the, whale's not getting back in the water, bro. That shit's not getting no, back in the water, dude. No, he didn't beach the whale fully, man. The, the whale was still, like, kind of in the water. That's kinda. a big fucking whale to get yeah. back in the water, bro. He could have helped. <laughs> Maybe the other fish could have helped him. <laughs> I mean, he has the, the power to control the seas, right? To control the whales yeah. and stuff. But it's like, it's like every time Billy the Butcher's on screen, you know something fucking hilarious is going to happen. If Homelander is on screen, something fucking terrifying or creepy is going to happen. If he's not killing someone, he's drinking that lady's breast milk and turning into like a baby or something, which was so weird. (laughs) Yo, yo, I've never been like weirded out by milk before until I saw that dude do that shit. Like when he was when he was drinking it, yo, and then he does that with all milks. Now, because you remember when uh, when he was at uh, when he was at his um, uh, the lady that he raped and his his son's house and what he was he was drinking the milk that was in uh, the refrigerator. It was like, oh, my God, like, bro, you do this to all milks. <laughs> you can't even drink milk around you because this is how you get. Dude, I don't like the way that he's like. Maybe maybe they're trying to say something about it, but it like it's like he is. He knows that he's more powerful than everybody, so the way that he acts is like. You you see that um, if you try to it's like if you try to one up him in any way, he like he'll look at you like he'll kind of he'll try to destroy you like before Stormfront right before Stormfront like um became who she was at the end of this episode like I, I guess that was supposed to be like love interest even though it's like you already tell that she's already, she's she's playing this motherfucker like she was already dogging him like talking down to him and shit like that and then he finally had enough and then what does he do he threatens her and in that way and I'm like this is this is the kind of guy he is he's like oh if if he can't see that somebody else is like winning in a conversation or, or anything like that because it's like oh he feels threatened kind of shit and it's like fuck man I hate I hate that shit I fucking I hate that shit and I don't know if they're trying to be like that's a commentary on just like who he is and what he does and that he, whole thing about the he, Wonder Woman he shit. seems he, he seems like the kid that always wants to have the shiniest toy yeah, and when another kid shows up at the playground with an even shinier toy, it's like, oh, that's that's his enemy. Oh that's, yeah, man. Yeah. Well, like they haven't shown a lot of that Wonder Woman chick. What's her name? Uh, uh, Maeve. Yeah, her. They haven't shown a lot of her in this season. Well, they they haven't shown a lot of her in last season either. Just just to come to think of it. But they have given her like this storyline of like uh, she's coming out because Homelander like basically forced her to come out kind of stuff. Like that whole story that she was telling about like Homelander found out that she was uh, she was into somebody and then Homelander uh, oh uh, when when they went to the, like the VMAs or some bullshit the Oscars one year and then somebody was sitting next to her. And then that person ended up being dead in a fire, but 
half of his body was found in this place and the other half was found in another place. And I was like, Jesus Christ. This motherfucker. I'm like, but does he like her or something? Does he? I'm like, does he like her? And it's like, nah, he doesn't. I think it goes back to what you're saying. I don't, I don't even think he wants to see anybody happy if it's not him. If you're more happy than re- him. Uh. It kind of reminds me of the villain from Tenet. Remember when they were saying, like, if he can't have the world, nobody can. Like, nobody, yeah. if he can't have her, yeah. nobody's allowed to have her. Like, I think that's what it is. It's that mentality. And that's the worst, man. That's the that's the worst person, the, the worst type of personality to deal with because you're never going to get through to them. Like, mm-hmm. that's it. Like, it's, it's a solid wall. You're never going to get through to them. But uh, you, it's a great have- season. Yeah. Have you seen any of the like the comic books of uh of the show? Like what what what's the I, I haven't seen the comic books yet. Um last night after I finished that last episode, I watched uh Amazon Prime has like a like a behind the scenes type of like Q&A or whatever. Yeah. And I thought it was really funny. They they asked Billy the Butcher like how's your experience now now that you're part of this like really successful uh comic book show and he's like yo the funniest thing that i've I've encountered is that when i'm walking in the streets people literally come up to me and they go can you please call me a cunt (laughs) that's the craziest request he's gotten like can you please call me a cunt because he made the word cool like it's you know you want to hear it in that cockney accent (laughs) oh my god that's fucking hilarious dog you please call me a cunt. Oh man. Well, you see, if there was, if this was a comic, if if, if uh, the COVID wasn't here and the comic book convention kind of shit was going on, that would definitely be like something that I can see, like uh, the boys going to the comic book convention and people asking that kind of question. Please call me a cunt, kind of shit. But yo, have you seen the reviews on Amazon that it was a uh, that it got like it was like two and a half stars? Oh, so I read about that. People were giving it, bro. This is Stupid. why sometimes, Stupid. man. Sometimes I I hate people so much. They gave it a low rating because they were mad that the show was coming out one episode at a time. But it's like, dude, you're hurting the show. You're not yeah. like Netflix. I mean, uh, Amazon is not going to change shit. Like, you're hurting the. If anything, if they see the low ratings, they'll just fucking cancel it. Like, you're yeah. a fucking idiot if that's. If but you think that that's going to be the solution. Do they not have a legitimate reason to be mad, though? If the first season um, was. If the first season was dropped. The first season was dropped everything at one time. Boom. The whole thing. Yeah. And now. I, I don't know if it was without warning or anything. They gave us three episodes and then. Everything else is going to be weekly episodic. I'm not really sure if they gave us a warning or anything. I, I'm not telling you that I was one of the people who who, who downvoted it because I don't vote on anything. Only thing I vote is on elections because that's the way that's the way I get down. <laughs> but I don't vote on anything else. I've never voted on uh, No American Idol. Never voted on any of that stuff. But yeah, man, it's like. Um, but, they, but don't like don't don't do you think like because of COVID nineteen isn't it best to spread it out? Oh yeah, since people are Most staying definitely. home. Yeah 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 yeah. Like I was mad at first because I'm like, damn, they're not dropping the whole thing, and I was like, you know what? It was like my anger just like I was mad about it, but I was like, fuck. 
you know what? I can just wait another week. But mind you, I've lived through a time where where I had to wait a week for shit, for TV shows or anything to come out. These people who are who are voting, maybe they were born in the early 2000s. So they're watching this show, even though they're not of age, but they're watching the show and they're on their parents' uh, Amazon and they are downvoting it because they don't know what this is. Like, you could blame Netflix for this because Netflix is doing this whole everything's dropping at one time. But to be honest, um, I think a little, a little patience is needed in a world like now, what we have right now, right? And if a lot more shows were to do this kind of stuff, look, let everybody get on that oh that uh Game of Thrones vibe, man. That like if Game of Thrones, I seriously believe that the only reason why everybody was like on Game of Thrones like dick on like Twitter and all this other kind of shit is because no other show was really like dropping weekly episodic stuff. Stranger Things wasn't doing that kind of stuff. If they were if they would have Second season was trash in second uh, in Stranger Things. Third season was fucking amazing. If they would have dropped that season weekly, oh my god, dog! Every episode in the third season was a fucking banger. Every episode, and it would have had that same kind of hype that Game of Thrones would have. And maybe more shows like Netflix need to come up with something that okay, let's uh, drop some more. And I know people are gonna get mad. People get mad at everything. And to be honest, it's not even going to be a lot of people who get mad. It's just the people who like to voice their fucking opinions about it. Those are the people who are going to get fucking mad. Everybody else is going to be like, all right, it is what it is. There's a lot more things to get mad at. I'm not going to get mad at that the fact that uh, Netflix is dropping original content weekly. I don't care. Go ahead, drop original content weekly. If they Okay, if they have, like, me personally, if they're dropping, like, let's say 10 shows, right, and... Five of those shows are dropped instantly, and the other five are dropped weekly. Bro, I'm fine. I am. T- I'm perfectly fine. I could watch those shows. I could watch those shows uh, that are dropped everything at once, and those other ones. If they drop each one of them within a work, like a work week, like Monday through Friday, and each each day there's a new show coming out for each of the shows. Like one one to drop on Monday, another episode, another episode to another show will drop on Tuesday and shit like that. Dog, your whole work week, your whole week would just be like set. It's like, yo, I'm I'm watching. Yeah. It's like the nineties. Yeah, that that's exactly what I was gonna say. Like, people keep forgetting. Like that. I mean, that is what's happening right now. All these shows are not premiering at the same day of the week. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, 100%. I, I, I totally agree with that. I think that's the best way to go about it. You watched your favorite, you, you watched the, the, the latest episode of The Boys. All right, awesome. So now you got to switch over to The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian yeah. just released a new episode. And then you switch to uh, Shit's Creek, if that's your yeah. shit or that's what you're into. And that's the best way to go about it because then there's like less pressure. When I, I feel like if all those shows were to just drop, at yeah. the same time, bro, yo, that's a lot of fucking binging, man. Yeah, that's a lot of binging. And on top of that, like, maybe your first two weeks, you'll be able to get through it. Or your first three weeks, you'll be able to get through it. But then it's like you're just going to be on the content dry. Because you just saw something that's, like, really good. I think that's what it is about, like, uh, being bored and shit like that. It's like you've just watched 
like if The Mandalorian or any of these shows just dropped, you just watch something really fucking good, really fucking fresh, right? You just watch something really fucking fresh. Now, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You want to watch something new. You want to watch something fresh still, but you don't want to watch a new movie. Like, I really don't want to watch that. Uh, I'm not really in the vibe for that. So what do you do? You just go back to fucking watching The Office. You know, that's what people do. They just watch The Fucking Office and they binge watch that shit. But if everything drops week to week, I know this is probably going against what I said earlier in the podcast. (laughs) Maybe. But if everything drops week to week, I, I believe that everybody will be, you know, I think it's just a practice of patience. It, it, it'll just be a practice of patience. And on top of that, man, there's things to talk about. You can, I think you said it earlier in the podcast uh, a while back. You say you'll have enough time to digest an episode. Like yeah, you can talk, exactly. You, yeah, you could talk specifically just about one episode. Just like when you told me about the B, bro, I can go back to an episode and just be like, holy shit. Yeah, that be it has to be something. Like, yeah, man, damn. Because I now I'm like, damn. I I never I never I never paid attention to the fucking B before, but now I have to. One hundred percent. You're gonna catch. You're gonna catch things you didn't catch before. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, you know, the, the other day, Pat, you were asking me if I saw Tenet again, and I did. And I told you I enjoyed it more because I saw it a second time, and I was like, oh, now I understand what's happening. Now I get. And mm-hmm. you could do the same thing with the episode. You can watch it again. But I, I feel like the film buffs are the ones that are most patient because we're going to watch it multiple times because first we watch it for entertainment value, but then we're going to watch it again because we're going to be like, damn, the fucking editing on this episode is yeah. sick. Then we're going to watch it again because like, yo, the writing is really good and then yeah. all the action sequence. And, but yeah, man, it's 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 like a buffet you know you 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 take your first round and then you're gonna go back because you're yeah, like you want to go Yo, back. that fucking yeah. chicken was so good i gotta go get more like i gotta do yeah, it I gotta again i gotta you know? yeah man and yeah. it's i don't know man like if you were to come out with a show right if you were to come out with a show let's say that you're getting uh you're getting the old school run the 24 24 episode run um Netflix is sitting down with you and they're 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 in talks and they're saying like who do you want to you know be your lead what's the story and all that. they already give you the green light you already know who's gonna be your lead you already know all that kind of shit what what are you gonna do like what's your how are you gonna fight for what you want like how are you gonna release this thing how are you gonna fight for it like are you gonna release everything at once, like all twenty-four episodes? Twenty-four episodes is a lot of episodes. <laughs> 20, that's two seasons. That's two seasons on Netflix, basically. That's like yeah, that's like two so seasons, I, two specials. So, so to get what I want, I would go and go the business route. I would basically explain to them like, you know, you could go Stranger Things and just dump it all, and it's the most talked about show for the next couple months. Or not even months, like a week or two, dog. Yeah, the next couple. Yeah, you're right. You're right. The next, you know, week or two. Mm-hmm. Or we can go like Breaking Bad and mm. make this the most legendary show because if you span out those 24 episodes, one episode a week, 
yo, people are going to be talking about this for years because it's going to go on and on and on and on. And that's the best way to go about it. That's the best way to get the highest number of ratings, the most uh, Emmy nominations, the most uh, publicity. Like that's the business wise. That's the best way to go about it. Yeah. It's like you're riding. It's like you're riding a wave. But you're just extending that that ride that you're going on, and midway through the ride, you can always be like, okay, I'm all uh, like, you already have something planned for the following season. They already signed you up for another season, right? Midway, like, you can already be on episode eleven, and you're like, oh, I just signed another A-list actor onto the shit, and you just release that fucking news. You're like, oh, he just signed this person into onto the show. People are gonna binge watch the first eleven episode and be like, "What character is this guy gonna play? What kind of guy is he? What kind of guy? What kind of female is this this person is gonna be into this show?" Can I say, "Oh, say, oh, he got signed. Oh, they got signed for two more seasons. They just started filming season two. We're already on episode fifteen. When is season two gonna drop?" You be like, "Uh, we've already filmed uh, the first season. We've been filming the second season, like ever since like day one. So, so we're gonna drop season two. You don't have to wait like a whole like summer kind of bullshit. We're going to drop that like, bro, you could be like, yeah, we're going to drop that like two weeks after season one. In. Oh, my God. People will be like, oh, I got oh. <laughs> bro, you're going to the whole world. <laughs> Nosebleeds, bro. Elevens all over. Nosebleeds. I can't believe it. We don't got to wait that long for season two. It's going to be like two weeks later. Boom. It's like, yo, he's got you have the whole fucking gambit of the whole fucking year because you're just going dropping the shit. <laughs> Not only that, I think also from coming from us, like coming from people that have a podcast, uh, it's the best way to do a podcast because every week you have something to talk about. Yes. Rather than. Bro, <laughs> what you call it? Um, there's this podcast that's, uh, I'm, I'm not sure if you've ever seen this show that's on HBO. It's called uh, Raised by Wolves it's by Ridley Scott. No, I haven't seen it. All right. This show, Raised by Wolves, is about like robots uh, who raise human beings. Who raise baby humans kind of shit. It's it gets deep. It gets really fucking deep. Um to the mythos of this world, this universe that Ridley Scott made. Um but there's a podcast about it. There's a podcast about it and it drops every fucking week and it's called and and I realized that there is a market for just companions. Like podcast companions that go with fucking shows. Like there's also one that was for Westworld. That every episode that Westworld drops, there's a podcast for Westworld. So I, I think what we're saying is like, dog, there is a market, and there is like, there's like uh there's coins in like in long in longevity of just like extending shows for every episode, uh, each one episode a week, like. Week, well, what do you call it? Weekly episodic content kind of shit. Like you're just dropping episodes once a week kind of thing. Cause pe- I know people are gonna get mad. Like, damn, you know, you know, I'm so used to binge watching stuff. Though you can still binge watch your sh- whatever you want to watch, but yeah. And sometimes you can do that whole little like uh, non binge watch. Like you can always like just so you get that binge watch feel, you can always like prevent yourself from watching like three episodes or four episodes kind of shit. And then you jump into it kind of stuff. Sometimes that happens with me when I watch anime. Cause sometimes I'm like, like I'll watch anime for like a, a day and then I go like a whole fucking like 
a month or two without watching anything, right? And then I jump back into them. Oh, damn, they still got episodes of this? And then I just have a whole day of just, like, catching up to all the fucking episodes that I missed. And, yo, that that's good, too, man. There's, there's different formats of just watching content. But I seriously do not believe these two things that I do not believe. Uh, the cool th- the cool shit that happens on the show you won't get the full effect of if it hap- if you're watching it in a binge that's one and you won't get the full effect of it if you're gonna tweet while you're watching a show or a movie you're not gonna get it you're not gonna get the full effect of it those are two things that I know for a fact that like if you're gonna tweet like some you're trying to be funny and shit like that to a Twitter while you're watching a show, yeah, you're not going to get the full effect of anything that's happening. And what you call it? Yeah, you're not going to get the full effect if you're just going to binge watch a show because you're just going to be... You're just going to be just watching it just like a whole movie. You're going to get that fucking notification from Netflix saying, are you still watching? He's like, yes, I'm still watching. But you're not going to get... You just, man, yeah, it's pretty cool for what it is. And that's why I think that most of that feel comes from when people are like, eh, it was all right. I'm like, bro, you got to watch it once... A day. I know a buddy of mine who watches like, like uh, some Netflix shows. He watches like one or two a day just so he can prolong the actual show itself. Kind of shit. Like, yeah, you know, I'm watching. I'm watching like two today, and then I don't know. I watch the other like two, like in like another uh, like in two days or something like that, just so I can you know just enjoy the show. But hey, man. I mean, to be honest, man. Like, if I see that the whole Episode, the whole series is on there to watch. Uh, it's hard to not have control, not to just binge watch a whole thing, especially if it like if it bleeds into the other one. When they have these episodes that just fucking bleed into each other, it's like, oh my god, are you crazy, bro? This one, oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, the only way that you can get away from it is like if I already have somewhere to go, I automatically just turn off. I just turn off my Xbox. Like, ah, oh, I'm done. <laughs> I walk away, don't even think about it. I come back and I watch it. But yeah, if I if I don't have anywhere to go, I'm like, yo, I gotta see, I gotta see if he dies or not. I mean, this guy was drowning last scene. What the hell is gonna happen now? <laughs> kind of shit. But yeah, man, I do enjoy um, that shit. Uh, earlier, when we were talking mm-hmm. about uh, the Emmys, you mentioned uh, TikTok. Yes. And so TikTok, we were all kind of worried because it was on the potential of being um it was potentially gonna get banned uh but it looked like it got saved last minute um i don't know if this was actually like something to be worried about or not or if this was gonna happen either way but it was a purchased or a deal was made between tiktok and two companies oracle which is like a cloud system um and walmart yeah so Yay! <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, somebody told me about Oracle, and they said that uh, I think Donald Trump had uh, something to do with that whole kind of thing. Like, uh, he has some dealings with the shit, but it's like, it's like bittersweet. Like, I'm, I'm happy. Because, yo, here's the thing about TikTok, right? People talk, like, shit about TikTok, saying, like, oh, you know, there's a bunch of, like, uh, like little kids who who fucking like you know dancing and shit like that, uh, and you know there's a whole bunch of pedophiles and shit like that. There's a whole bunch of racists and shit. But yo, 
I'm always asking people, yo, what is your algorithm like, bro? <laughs> what is your... Because, yo, my algorithm is just full of people who are just like... Either they're saying jokes, they're they're what you call it, they're uh they're having debates with people who are like uh Trump supporters and shit like that. Or it's uh people who are breakdancing, people who are into comics, people who are doing those fucking skits and shit. I'm like, dog, I don't see any of these little kids. I don't have no little kids on I'm like, where are these little kids at, man? <laughs> yeah, I know I, I, I can I, I can say with full confidence TikTok definitely has the best algorithm than any yes, other social man. media like if i watch one video i saw this one video of like people uh racing drones and yeah. then all of a sudden i saw two more videos of like cool camera stuff and mm. then i saw and because i saw those two then it gave me three and it was just like dude i have a stream of like cinematography stuff that i'm That's like I'm okay saying, i'm happy dog. with that I'm I'm super happy with that. Then I saw a video of this girl like reenacting um scenes from movies. So now I'm just getting that too and I'm like I'm That's what I'm saying, dog. I'm perfectly fine I'm saying, with this. Like, yo. Bro, I'll be This is my shit. world. Seeing, like, I love this. This is my world. This is exactly bro, what I want to see. Saying. I don't want to see anything else. Bro, I got all that shit. I got like I remember once I saw this uh this girl who was saying stuff like, "Oh, how to invest in the stock market." I liked her video cuz she was like telling you like bullet points. Dog, now I'm at the point that I'm getting like uh like stock tips of people saying like, "Oh, how to have like uh how to how to grow a side hustle or some shit." I'm like, "Bro, I'm getting these videos. I'm like, yo, I'm loving it." I'm fucking lo- I'm like, yo, and people were like, oh, you know, it's all, it's full of pedophiles and stuff. I'm like, what? Where, where the fuck? I don't see these kids, yo. I don't see them. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? Nobody. I said, like, bro, I'm like, what What are you liking that you got kids on your timeline, dog? What are you doing? That's I'm true, like, man. And you don't have to like it. You like it and you don't have to like it. You just got to watch the whole video. Yeah. Once you see the whole video, it's like it locks in the algorithm. So yeah, you're yeah, right. The like, algorithm, like, oh, you into this, huh? <laughs> you into bro, this, like huh? all okay. these, <laughs> like all these little TikTok celebrities that everybody talks about, like these girls that dance and shit, dude. I've never, never seen, seen, seen them. them. I've never, never seen, seen them, them, dog. I'm like, what? I think like, what? I'm like, what kind of dances are you doing? I'm like, say, like, yeah, I've never seen any of these TikTok dances that they're saying that people are doing. I've never seen any of those things, dog. I'm like, yeah, I, I don't see any of those dances. I don't see. I don't see any of those. Um, oh, th- there was that one time that people were saying like, "Oh, there's a bunch of like um, special people on TikTok." Never seen those people. Never seen those people at all over TikTok. So I'm like, "Yo, I don't see. I don't know what people are seeing, but the algorithm on TikTok is fucking amazing." Oh, speaking of algorithm, have you seen Social Dilemma? Have you? Oh, seen I haven't that? watched it yet. I haven't watched it yet. It's good, huh? Everyone's talking about it. It's good. Yeah, I, I watched that over the weekend, and um, I think everybody should take a look at it. It's not going to be my uh, my We Seen to pick of the week, but um, I think everybody should watch it. It's something that it makes you do it. Like, I'm happy. I'm so happy that I deleted my fucking uh, Facebook. Like, but it's like, one thing. I'm just going to say one thing about it that made me be like, like if somebody who's on, uh, let me just say this, um, people who they were saying like, oh, people who are into like flat Earth or um, people who are into flat Earth or people who are into QAnon and stuff like that, right? 
Facebook algorithm would say that, oh, you're into this, you're going to be into Pizzagate. The algorithm said that, dictated that. It wasn't a person who dictated that. It was the algorithm. It says, so join, it was like, join this Pizzagate uh, f- a fan page. So people join that Pizzagate fan page, and then they start posting up shit, right? That's how Pizzagate got so fucking big. It wasn't like something that was underground or some shit. That's what happened. Facebook groups. It was like the algorithm did that shit. And I was like, oh, my God. That's what's fucking... That's, it was like the computer shit. And it, then it made me think of um, Terminator, right? And you know how like people are like, oh, you know, uh, the apocalypse and shit like that. You know, the, the machines are going to take over. And it's like... The guy says something along the lines of, he said, the machines are already taking over. He said, everybody thinks that it's going to be machines taking over, like, you know, some type of war stuff. They're going to be shooting you. He says, no, they're not going to take over like that. He says, it's going to be, it's not something that's going to happen overnight. It's going to be something that's just going to gradually just come over you. By the time you're going to realize what's happening, it's going to be too late. And I'm like, yeah, the fact that the algorithm basically dictated that whole shit about Pizzagate and people just fall suit, bro, oh, my God. And, yo, on that fucking documentary, the guy says something that I've been saying to Josh this whole fucking time. I'm like, bro, you're into drama so much that you're willing to believe that. Like, you're willing to believe this stuff just because it's dramatic. It's like, it's like, oh, my God, this is what it has to be. It, It has to be this. What Josh with his old do your research. <laughs> no, no, just just look it up. Look it up. Look it, look it up. Look it up. Look it up. Where are you evidence? What? what am I looking up, bro? I'm not. I, don't I know need what you're your citations. About. I need your. I need your your cliff notes, please. Give me your cliff notes on your on your reports. <laughs> and it's like, oh my god, man! Like, what you call it? Um, Adam. On on uh, the bigger good episode, he said, uh, "Oh, I already talked to you about this." Where he said the whole thing about uh, oh, about Canada said, and the fires, Ca- Canada and the fires, right? When he said that shit, I remember when when I, when he was saying that shit, I was like, "Oh, you're right." I'm like, "Damn, why?" I said, "Why does it stop?" And lo and behold, I was on TikTok. There was a firefighter that a, a girl on TikTok was saying like, "Why does the fire stop?" I was like. And I looked at the video, I'm like, oh, what's this? The firefighter was just, okay, um, let me explain. He's fighting those fires that's in Canada and uh, California and stuff, right? And he was like, the reason why you look at, uh, like, news reports and stuff like that, and you see that the fires stop uh, as soon as uh, it doesn't cross Canada or it doesn't cross Mexico is because um, we're in the United States, and we don't care about other people's uh, forest fires. He said, yeah, it's probably in Canada. Said they probably have a different uh, what you call it like a uh, what you call it a fire rescue team over there. It's cold up there, so but we don't have their research numbers. So we only have our research numbers. Mexico only has their research numbers. And I was like, oh, you're right. Like if if Mexicans were to watch the news about the forest fires, it would only talk about Mexico. It wouldn't even talk about how bad it is in the (laughs) U.S. Because dog. Yo, I was like, yo, I was so like defeated, bro. Because at one time I, I was here listening to to Adam when he said that. And I was like, yeah. And then when that dude said that, I was like, you're right, man. <laughs> because 
It's like, oh my god, that's why when like and it's coming from a professional, bro. That's why when a hurricane passes the United States and is headed towards Mexico, you don't hear about that hurricane ever again, dog. You don't know what it did. You don't know what happened. It's like, oh, it's gone. Yeah, yeah, it's gone. Like there was a hurricane that's supposed to be hitting like uh, like Iceland and shit like that. That's all the way up up north, bro. I haven't heard about it. I found out about that shit today because Ralph was looking at the weather thing and he was like, oh, that shit, it just formed a hurricane again. I was like, oh, that shit's about to go to Iceland. I'm like, why is nobody talking about this? Bro. <laughs> why? <laughs> Bro, it's not touching us. So it's like, yeah, why? Why? And it's like, oh my God, dog. People don't, he said, we'll find out about it if it twirls around and comes back to like hit New York or something. Ah. <laughs> so it's like that's the way that's the way this world works, man. That's the way like everybody has the same numbers and unless that's it. And it was just like these conspiracy theories are just going too far cuz they don't think too they don't think too far. They just think like this is where the drama is. This is the drama that I'm going to bring. I got some tea for you. Boom. That's it. And it's like you're not even you're not even asking me if I like tea. If you put milk in it, so I may be lactose intolerant, or if it's gluten free, is it gluten free tea? No, you don't know. I may be, ha- I may have a gluten allergy, and you just gave me poison. And uh, I mean, what else do we have to talk about? Oh, we could talk about um, uh, oh my God, Rick Moranis and his uh, freaking his what you <laughs> call it debut. He's back. Rick Moranis is back, baby. Uh, if you see your st- apparently uh, Rick Moranis did a a Mint Mobile commercial with uh, Ryan Reynolds, both two Canadians. Didn't know that Rick Moranis was Canadian. Um, a lot of Canadians out there. That's all I'm trying to say. That's why I always notice them. You gotta notice them just so they know that you notice. You know what I mean? It's like the Jabberwockies. <laughs> if you're walking, if you're walking away from a Jabberwocky. And the, you don't look at them, they're going to try to attack you. But if you look back, they're going to stay still. They're going to be like, oh, shit, they're frozen because you're looking at them. Jabberwockies. Canadians. So Rick Moranis is back. I'm happy that he's back. Um, he did a Mint Mobile commercial with Ryan Reynolds where Ryan Reynolds basically just said that, yeah, you're Rick Moranis. And he his... his uh, his feeling towards Rick Moranis, and I think that's everybody uh, feeling towards Rick Moranis. It's like, yeah, man, you left. <laughs> you left for righteous causes. He did leave for righteous causes. His wife passed away, and he wanted to raise his kids, which was, like, righteous. But he didn't understand that he also had kids out there in the world, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Who loved every fucking movie that he's ever fucking did. And... Uh, everybody, it, it's like, yo, you can't even call him a lovable loser because he was not a fucking loser, man. I was telling he Kevin was earlier, I was telling you earlier, bro, that I've never seen somebody play a nerd like Rick Moranis has played a nerd, man. Ghostbusters. He was a super nerd, but yet he threw a party in Ghostbusters 1, right? That party was lit. Everybody was in there. Uh, the hot the hot chick who was at the party who he invited wanted to leave. He said, "Oh, where are you going?" He said, "Oh, when we just dance." She started to dance with him. They were dancing. 
with each other. I know that you said, oh, he was an accountant, so all these people were his accountant people. Bro, he still got the he still bagged the the hottest chick. He what what's her what's Yo, her and name? she didn't hesitate. When he said let's dance, she said, Okay. And they just okay. went at it. Yeah. Bro, and they started dancing, dog. He it was like, Oh my god, this guy, this dude is doing it, bro. This <laughs> guy is fucking doing it. And then I mean, he had that little situation in the movie that he got chased down by a dog and he got possessed. But in the end of the movie, did he not sleep with um, what's her the name? The hottest uh, woman in the movie, Sigourney <laughs> Weaver. Yes, Sigourney <laughs> Weaver. Yes, he did, bro. He slept with her, dog. He got he bagged her, dog, and it was like out of nowhere. And you can't you can't and, call that like. And, uh, and and you know and you know that wasn't like 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 uh, innocent sex. That was demon sex. So you know they went yeah. all out. <laughs> yeah, you know they went all she, out. You know how I know that they went all out is because when uh, um, Bill Murray went in there to go talk to her, right. And she she closed the door in his face, and then when he said that, yeah, I am, I am, uh, I am Zool, she was floating in the air. That's not regular sex. That's some the boys kind of shit when they were <laughs> fuck fighting in the boys. That's some like, that's some kind of sex that you. I mean, given an opportunity, would you? Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's some crazy sex. It's like it's some sex that is like, you can't pass it up. You can't. <laughs> Who passes up that kind of stuff? And um, then in part two, he gets yeah. with the receptionist. Who I Yo. thought was the hottest. And <laughs> not only does he get with the receptionist, he builds up the courage to put on a Ghostbusters suit. Yeah! <laughs> yes, dude! Yes, dude! Yeah, and man. He, puts he went out courage, by man. himself. Even though he didn't do shit, like what he did meant nothing. But in his heart, it was everything, dude. He saved New York City, the dude. The people around him thought he was doing something, dog. <laughs> in his heart, he saved New York City. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yo, he had that thing going, bro. He had that thing. <laughs> oh, my God. We, we, we have to do one of those story times and just tell the story of Ghostbusters through... Through Rick Moranis' eyes, dog. Telling the story through this guy, through this fucking hero's eyes. Not a lot of people. People like to talk about the four, but nobody wants to talk about the fifth member of Ghostbusters, yo. I forgot what his name was, but he got possessed. He got possessed. He ends up being their accountant, saving their business. Saving their business. Now they're they're starting to turn a fucking profit. (laughs) Bro, and oh and God. and in part two, even though he was terrible at it, uh, mm. he was their lawyer in the court scene. Yes. <laughs> Why would he be the dude? He yo, he gave he gave his life to protect yeah. those guys. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Rick Moranis, dog. The real oh hero, my God, man. bro. Yeah, he is the real. That's what I'm saying. Like this dude does nothing but like good stuff man and he just stepped away from it it's like and the thing is is like he stepped away from it at the peak of his yes. career dog at, at the, the fucking peak of it man like um let's go down a list of fucking movies that rick moranis did oh da, and that's the reason why we horror. only that's the reason why everyone misses him like we can't think of anything negative everything yeah. he did was like great 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 and then bam gone yeah oh my god little shop of horrors um, Ghostbusters, Spaceballs, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. 
Honey, we shrunk ourselves. Wait, I saw that one. That was part two, right? No, that was uh, part three. Part two was uh, Honey, I blew up the kid. Honey, I blew up the kid. Okay, I saw that one. I actually rented that one. Hmm. Okay, Str- <laughs> Strange Brew, Parenthood, Parenthood, Brother Bear. Good. I don't think I ever seen Brother Bear. Oh, he was in the Flintstones. Yeah. He was in the fucking. He played he uh, Barney. Barney. Oh my god! Yes, Little Giants, my fucking favorite childhood movie. He was in that. He did. Yo, both of those were in the same year. My Blue Heaven. I never seen Streets of Fire. Big Bully. Oh, he just did all these movies. Brewster's Millions. Yeah, he just. Oh my god, L.A. Stories. Head Office. Yeah, he just did so many of these. Oh, he was in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Look at this guy. This guy, he's just done so many good movies. And people, and now he's back, man. And I just want to know, yo, like, are you here to stay, dog? Or are you just stopping by, bro? I just <laughs> I just want to know what you got lined up. Let me see. Uh, well, the last time I checked, I think I posted on Instagram, uh, like, sometime last year, maybe. I think, um, I think they're going to make the Honey, I Shrunk the Kid series on Disney Plus, And he's going to be back for it. It's called Shrunk. I just see, I'm looking on IMDb. It's called Shrunk. They're in pre-production right now. Wayne since, uh, Sl- yeah, he's just, uh, Slinsky. That's the same guy, last name. It's it's always funny because I remember, like, in the 80s, the scientists always had, like, these fucking Einstein-esque names kind of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yep, he's going to play that same guy. Oh, his yeah, he's gonna play that same guy. Damn, that's crazy, bro. They're gonna make a series, uh, a TV show about it. You know, there's certain things that I'm like, I don't think it's gonna work. Like this is not gonna work. You remember when we were talking about like Bill and Ted? I think Bill and Ted should have been a TV show. Yeah, a series, I agree. a mini series. The 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 new one that came out, the new movie. If they would have turned that into a mini series of like possibly like eight episodes. I think it would have been a pretty good one. They would have had enough time to tell a story of everybody and all that kind of shit. Uh, the fact that it was just a movie, I think that's what ruined it for me. I think that's what that's what ruined it because it was like yeah, it was everything was rushed. But yeah, man, um, Rick Moranis is the true hero, man. He he is the nerd that all the other nerds wanted to be. But I think everybody was trying to go for revenge of the nerds, kind of nerds, the perverted nerds. Rather than going for this guy right here, who had a family in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And rather than uh, going out and skipping town when he shrunk his kids and shit like that, he th- he wanted to bring them back. He almost ate his kids, man. <laughs> <laughs> he almost ate his goddamn kids. But did he? No. <laughs> he did not eat his goddamn kids, man. Spaceball. He was at his the, the the most villainous he's ever been was in Spaceball. He was at his most villainous, and he was still a. You would still be like, you know what? I would still break bread with you, bro. I was. You, you still seem like a good time, man. You seem like a good guy. You just have you having bad. You just have bad tendencies. That's his. That was at his worst. At his worst. 
And it's like, yeah, man, he's a good. I felt bad for him. You know, I remember watching that movie, and you remember at the end where everybody was getting into the escape pods, and he couldn't find one. I felt bad as a little kid. I'm like, oh, I, I legit felt bad. I was like, oh no, he's not gonna, he's not gonna get in one. Oh man, I felt bad, y'all. You know, you see him in all these movies, and you see him like, oh, he's a bad guy, but he's not really a bad guy, man. My favorite scene uh, in Spaceballs was when. Uh, they put in the cassette tape and they're rewinding and they're watching like the replay of yeah. everything that's happened. And you see yeah. him like flying really fast into the thing. Yeah. And he's just like, all right, don't ever play that ever again. Fast forward over that. And then they, they stop it right at the moment where it's like happening right there. And like, he looks at the camera and he you see like, the TV yeah. and he's like also looking at the camera. I think the timing was so perfect. Yeah. That was so fucking funny, man. Oh my God, man. That's fucking genius, man. So I, I take it that they're not making uh, Spaceballs 2. Yeah, they're not. I don't see him on it, so I take it as not. And, you know, uh goes without saying, man, um, a national fucking treasure who should be cherished before he passes away, Rick Moranis and also Mel Brooks, man. I don't oh, know yeah. how old Mel Brooks is, man, but I know he's oh, really he's there, fucking man. up there. He's, he's really up there, dude. He yeah, he's up there, guy. man, and underappreciated Mel Brooks is, man. All his fucking movies are fucking amazing, man. Dude, Mel Brooks Every- is 94 years old. Jesus Christ. Dude, he's, he's, you know, I think the only movie that I have never seen that he was, uh, that he's done was The Producers. I don't think I've ever seen that movie. And it came out 2005. And that movie was around when I could have gone out and watched a Mel Brooks movie. Like, I could have paid to watch it in theaters. But something about that movie just didn't ring true with me. I don't know who it was. Uh, I don't know. Was it Uma Thurman? No, I think she was a baddie in this movie, right? There was something that... Oh, maybe it was because it was about, like, like plays and stuff. <laughs> it was about like plays and I'm like I don't know I said, but it's Mel Brooks and I'm like yeah I think this is a miss <laughs> I think it's a miss man Dude, Mel Brooks got me to watch a silent movie that had yeah. no dialogue in it it was just you had to read it right after the scene the scene I watched that movie bro <laughs> no hesitation I'm like, I watched that movie. And there was this woman who he put in his movies all the time that, man, I ha- I was uh, infatuated with her, man. Let me see what, where, where she at. Uh, I think she was in, uh, what's the name of that? Uh, let me see. Not Blazing Saddles. Um, the comedian. What's the name of that? It's Frankenstein. Oh, Young Frankenstein? She was, yeah, Young Frankenstein. She she played, uh, I think she was, um, I want to say that she was the, what you call it, she was Terry Gare? No, that can't be her. Nope, that's definitely not her. Whoa, just saw her face. Whoa, that's not her. Oh, where is she? Oh well, I can't find this this uh this woman's uh face. 
What else? What else are we gonna get into? Well, you you want me to talk about my? Uh... No, you know what? I'll say that for another time. My me trying to understand. I just need people to tell me what is it that they see in Keanu Reeves that I don't. <laughs> He's a That's nice it. guy, all right. He's a really <laughs> nice guy. You know what? Thank you. Thank you. That's what I want people to tell me. That's why that's why they like him. But to call him an A-lister just because he's a nice guy is like going over the top, man. It's like going over the goddamn top. To call her to call him an A-lister when it's like because he's a nice guy? Huh. Okay. Oh, I, I finally found her name. Uh Madeline Kahn. Oh, Madeline yeah. Kahn. It was like every time that she, she would be in all his movies, and every time I see her, I was like, oh, man. Psh, look at her. <laughs> look at her. Look at us. <laughs> yeah, man, I had, a, I had a thing for her, man, as a little kid, man. Didn't know what I wanted to do with her as a little kid, but I was like, yeah. Manly Khan was like, she was, she was dope. I hope she's still alive. Years active, 1964 to 1995, 1999. Oh, she died in 1999. Oh, At 57? God damn. R.I.P. God damn. Yeah. What you call it? Um, I didn't even know that. But, yeah, she did a lot of uh, Mel Brooks movies. High Anxiety. That was uh, one of them. But yeah, man, I think that's been our fucking sold, yo. What'd you think? I oh, agree, you, man. You got anything you want to suggest? Like any any movie that you want to suggest for the people or TV show that you want to, um, want to suggest? Uh, well, f- definitely The Boys. Uh, now that I've watched it, definitely suggest that. Um, I also saw, I don't know if I already suggested this or not in a previous episode, uh, Cobra Kai uh, season mm. one and two. Dude, it's really good. Like, it is... Yo, the writing is fantastic. This is the first time in history that I, like... I'm rooting for the bad guy. Like, I'm like... Yeah, man, he's trying to change They're his life around, They're not the bad guys, though. They're not the bad guys anymore. He's not. He's not. He's he's turning. He's, he's transforming to the good guy. But it's like, yeah, I want him to succeed. And, like, you know what? Fuck Daniel. Like, he's... Yeah, whatever. Like, he's old news. Like, I, I, I really want you this guy what to he... succeed. You heard his his point of view when he was saying like, so this guy Daniel comes over uh, to a beach party, starts to mack on my girl, and then he throws a punch at me. So I whooped his ass. <laughs> like, but they like, but it's funny because they show the footage from yeah. the movie, and you're like, no, nah, that's not true at all, dude. What are you <laughs> saying? Like, no, but it is true though. But it is. But it is. It's like he started macking with his girl, and then. Um, was he the antagonizer at the party, the Halloween party, when he was smoking weed in the bathroom? Yeah, Daniel did that shit. He he did that. He went out of his way. He went out of his goddamn way to grab a hose and put, and put the thing in there. To me, it seems like that ass woman was justified. <laughs> was it not? It was. Was that ass woman not justified? Dog, Before he gets one? Story. Yeah, okay. Maybe... <laughs> You know what he said? He said, yeah, then you got this old ass karate man. 
<laughs> Yo, I started dying laughing. I'm like, yeah, dude. But <laughs> you got your ass whooped. By. Oh, man. But still, man, it was like, fuck, man. And you yeah, have a... I mean, you started to... Uh, no, 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 I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. We'll finish what you were saying. No, I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna say anything. <laughs> anything positive. But no, I was gonna say what uh, if you ever suggested. Uh, my suggested. Uh, I'm thinking of ending things. Uh, I think everybody should take a look at that on Netflix. Uh, also, um, take a look at anything on Amazon Originals. Man, they got a lot of pretty good stuff. I'm not really sure if anybody's watched The Loop. On Amazon, but if you're into like um, Black Mirror, but the whole if you think of Black Mirror, but if you think about it being played as um, the the it's like it's the future, but it's still like the past. Think about Black Mirror meets her meets Napoleon Dynamite kind of just like the feel of like it's timeless you can't really place the time of what it is but you know it's in the future kind of thing they have that kind of vibe and the whole the whole season is telling one story but each episode is telling a part of the story but it's different parts of it it's different parts of the story so you'd be like oh so that's why he doesn't have an arm or oh, so that's why he, uh, that's why that robot is constantly looking at this kid. That's why this person is doing that, and everything starts to come together. But yo, the first episode of Loop, uh, the the Loop, it's like it starts you off like usually TV shows like to start you off with like a little light jog. That shit starts you off at a fucking full sprint. Like you're you're in there and you, you're like, what's going on? She's talking to herself from the past. How the hell is she doing that? And that was the first episode. <laughs> you don't know what the hell's going on. And, and uh, yo, after that, you're going to realize that, oh, this whole fucking town, the whole town is weird. It, it, it's it's an amazing TV show. Amazon got some pretty good TV shows that people haven't been really paying attention to. And, uh, I mean, to lead the pack is the boys. But there's a lot more, like, good content that Amazon has. And everybody should take a look at it. It's pretty good. So, yeah, so mine's is going to be watch. If you're going to watch a movie, it's going to be um, I'm thinking of ending things. And if you're going to watch a TV show, watching on Amazon Prime, making it original. Uh, something not to watch is uh, Gemini, Gemini, man. Uh, I saw that movie. I wrote notes about it. And my beginning notes were like, ah, oh, first 25 minutes and it's all right. I really like it. But then I fell asleep. And when I woke back up, um, Will Smith was talking to Will Smith, so I was, like, done with it. <laughs> it is uh, it is what it is. I was like, what? How the hell is he talking to him? You know what? I'm okay. But Maria Elizabeth Weinstead is in the movie, and I did not know that she was in there. Dude, I did not know that either. That's <laughs> bro, news to me right like, now. <laughs> bro, I didn't know that she was in the movie. I was like, what? the hell is she doing there and i'm like oh she's gonna die because you know she's in the movie and i don't know about it she though she was there the whole goddamn time the whole goddamn time i don't know how long that movie is but the fact that i had enough time to fall asleep and i felt well rested when i woke back up like i was well you ever like you're so well rested that you already know like damn i'm not gonna go to sleep until like two or three o'clock in the morning because i just got like a full good nap i got a good nap in that's what happened. I don't know how long that movie is, but if you want to go to sleep, that's a good movie to go to sleep to. 
Oh, before we cut off, uh, did you? Uh, I, I I completely forgot. I wanted to mention this. Um, did you see the the Zoom call like table reading of Fast yes. Times at Ridgemont High with Shia LaBeouf? Yes. Yeah. I think the only reason I saw it is because everybody was posting up Shia LaBeouf, uh, LaBeouf, <laughs> Shia LaBeouf, uh, being in can in character as. Um, Damn, what's that dude's name? Sp- and, uh, Spicoli? Spicoli, Spicoli, yeah. Spicoli? But, like, he was really high. Like, was he being in character, or is it that he was really high and just happened to be playing Spicoli? <laughs> the, I don't know, dog. The, I thought he switched into was, that. Did he not turn into that character? No, bro, because when, when, when they were introducing all the actors, all of them look serious. They're all looking at the camera, and you just see him, like, listening to music in his truck, and he's doing this, and I you see, like, the cloud of spoke. But it's like, I, I mean, he could have also just been high. <laughs> <laughs> you know, You know what that made me bring up? When, when somebody showed me that, I was like, you know, I'm sick and tired of these method actors, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of it. I'm like, I'm sick of it, man. And I brought up Meryl Streep. I'm like, you know what? Who is it? You know who doesn't fucking method act? Meryl Streep. And she's won more goddamn awards than any of these fucking hosers out here. And you see her method acting? No, she doesn't. I'm sick and tired of it. I'm sick. Is it what about Daniel Day Lewis? How many awards he got? Two, three. Meryl Streep got teens. She's in the teens, man. And she doesn't do that method acting. That's why I'm like, man, I'm sick of time. I'm sick of it. You shut it down. Can you imagine being a director and then somebody telling you, you got to call me by that character the whole goddamn time? How annoying would that be? <laughs> Come on. These method actors have got to go somewhere, man. Yeah. That's just me just ran, man. All right. Yeah, uh, let me play, let's play us out here. All right, y'all. That's been our show. I've been Pat. And this is Kev. And we shall catch y'all. Wait, we've been us and y'all been y'all. And I hope everybody had a ball. Catch you next week. Peace.